establishing the temple, temple of attention. And the Buddha said, if you stay within these four boundaries, these four walls, then you won't get damaged. <laughs> you won't get blown away. You won't do yourself any harm. You won't get deluded. What are these four domains, these four boundaries, the four establishments of sati, mindfulness, and body, uh, feeling, or sensitivity, citta, heart, psyche, and uh, emotional and psychological phenomena. Be mindful of these. Uh, means establish an attention that does not... Uh, Reject, adopt, proliferate, you know, um, get bonded to what occurs within these territories. So these you could say are territories. And uh, they can all be entered through the first territory, which is the territory, the domain of mindfulness of body. And this... Uh, Territory, the Buddha also gave the image of a stake being driven into the ground and tying six animals to it, this stake. So the animals can't run around fighting with each other or getting up to mischief. And these six creatures are seeing, hearing, smelling tasting, touching, and conceiving, thinking. They're still there, but they said if you do that, they would, they would tend to sit down and be well behaved. <laughs> they don't pull things over. And what is this stake that you attach them to? It's called mindfulness immersed in the body. So, recognizing that in this presentation, this tactile sense is mentioned as one of the animals that pulls us all out, what aspect, how are we supposed to be mindful of the body? Uh, well, we recognize uh, the body is not just a tactile experience. Um, it's also a profound experience of... Um, of energies, of uh, uh, somatic sensitivities, energies from which our emotions arise. Mm. And also such qualities such as balance, which is not a sensation. Mm. Balance is not a tactile experience, yet all our bodies experience that balance. They all experience an uh, uh, proprioceptive sense, that is, they, all our bodies know, hands know how to operate. They know how to find each other, they know where they are. You know, they know how to put food in the mouth. That's not a sensation, that's an intelligence. Mm -hmm. So it's not tactile, that's various kinds of intelligence that operate through the body. There's no mental activities required Often the mental activity gets in the way of these, uh, this intelligence, this bodily intelligence. Mm. So he's saying, established that, 
And that's crucial because it's from this embodied intelligence that certain, uh, there's this calming effect when the body's intelligence is settled and comfortable, when you're not tense, agitated, contracted, uh, the body feels comfortable internally, energies are settled and steady, it's easily to settle and calm the mind. Mm. It also acts as a, uh, uh, a body is a signaling system. A lot of our aspects of our body is about signaling, such as when we feel alarmed, that there's a signal that rushes into the muscles. When we feel a sense of gladness, certain signals rush through the body, and the skin opens up. When we feel frightened, certain signals run in the stomach, abdomen contracts. We feel angry, signals arise. You know. Where we flare up, our face hardens, muscles tone up. So this is the body's signalling system. So it's very much associated with our primary psychological and emotional activity for good or let's say afflictive sense or positive sense. Generally when we feel love and compassion, we get a sense of the skin flushes, we feel warm. That occurs. So this body is a signalling system. And so this is where you you really are able to recognise what's happening. Because a lot of the mental activity, why there's so much emphasis on kind of restraining it or quietening it or limiting it, because a lot of it actually distracts you from really understanding what's going on at a, at a fundamental level and also how that can be um, resolved. Bodies know how to relax, bodies know how to brighten up, bodies know how to release, bodies know how to... the mind finds this very difficult, knows how to complicate but it doesn't know how to let go. Bodies do. Yeah. So often we take the, we learn from our body certain uh, fundamental uh, signals, signals of release. You know, the body knows how to relax. And, uh, learning that. So this is a, you can also learn uh, um, from this body mm. and uh, a very somewhat mysterious uh, um, statement what the Buddha emphasized you cannot re- realize what he calls the deathless without mindfulness of body and uh, says you touch the deathless in this body in this body is where you touch the deathless and uh, you can contemplate that for a while what does that mean? well it means this is not just meat and bones obviously 
This is not tactile experience. There's some profound signaling, intelligences, releasing, letting go happens in this very primary level, which is not confabulated by mental activity, supposition, assumption, prejudice, bias, willpower. It's, it's deeper than that. This is where we, we can experience how feelings affect, how sensitivities affect us. We light up, or we get agitated, or we feel comforted. Uh, and this naturally triggers off what we call chitta, the psyche, the heart. You know, we feel worried, or we feel excited, or we feel confused. You know, these are psych- chitta states, distracted or contracted, bright, elated. And then all the psychological phenomena of worry, anxiety, aversion, uh, infatuation, so forth. We all mapped out through this signaling in the body. Um, now let's begin um, with uh, establishing a particular frame of reference. Um, and it's about um, shifting one's attention, shifting the mode of attention. Now, attention, we are primarily, our main sense organ is sight, sight and thought. Those are two fundamental things. We're great lookers. We read. And uh, uh, whereas a forest dweller at the time of the Buddha would have had a focal length of probably, you know, anything from a meter to ten meters, be normal. Nowadays we're looking at things that are quite close to our faces. We look close up, books, screens. So our attention span is drawn back. And there's a certain intensification that occurs with that. In your reading, there's a certain intensification that occurs with that. Which doesn't occur if you put the book down and look at, look at them over the sea, there's a certain sense of, oh, the intensities drop. Quite, quite spacious. Right? You attend, look out the window, you attend to the landscape, attention, you're attentive, but there's a sense of low intensity, just open. Bring something close to your face, look at it, there's a sense of closing in and intensification occurs. Mm. Now what I'm suggesting we uh, practice with is the field of attention that would be naturally associated with the body. So if we're walking around, what concerns the body is really what's within my arm's distance. Outside that, that's coming up later. If it's coming within my arm's distance, this is my business, right? <laughs> like you find if you sitting, somebody coming within that distance, it's kind of definitely, you know, it's a sense of they're in my space. So if you like, your, so if you hold your finger, your hand up about arm level, it's not stiff. Look at a fingernail. Let your eyes rest on that. 
I mean, your fingernails are probably not fascinating, so mine aren't. So you're just resting now on that particular shape. So what? Now, like, now how do I know I have a body? How, what kind of experience do I have of, of the body? Now, it's not going to be running around because I'm keeping my attention focused on that fingernail, on that fingertip. It's steady. It's a fixed attention. It's very steady. And yet, I can certainly know, be aware, receptive, some sort of experience of firmness, of warmth, definitely there's a body here hmm? now, I'm not looking at my eye I'm not making my mind move around on it run across the sensation field across the tactile impressions I'm just lightly and receptively aware there is a body here and I might feel certain qualities of movement tingly, warm, pressures but I can't really get the visual map of the body I don't need that where do I got you know toes how many legs I've got, it's probably two but I wouldn't bank bet on it <laughs> there's certainly something there and there's probably a sense of there's that and there's also something I call my back and beyond that there's some space so there's this sense of something arising within space now then getting establishing that I can let the finger go and keep your attention steady in that same mode you can keep your eyes open and now again do you have a body or not? Something's there. Keep the attention steady and opening awareness. So attention is the selective, awareness is the receptive, intention is the directive. So we're directing attention to hold a particular location, awareness, there's a body here. Receiving those impressions. Now that particular uh, focus, that particular uh, span of attention it can be firm, but it's not tight. The aim is not to focus on any particular point or sensation, but to be open to the entire field of bodily experience. which we might detect qualities of tingle, pressure, pleasurable sensation, disagreeable sensation. And maybe 
a steady rhythmic experience we call breathing. Because your attention is um, accustomed to moving around pretty rapidly, probably you know half a second or a second or two, it jumps off to moves on to something else. Sustaining attention is quieter exercise that requires returning to it, that same mode. But it helps if we emphasize our receptive sense. There's quite a lot going on in this arena. Warmth, different kinds of warmth, different experiences of mobility, movements, fluidities different degrees of firmness firm hard bone firmness muscle less firm soft tissues so experiences and the experience of Breathing in and breathing out happening. Which is probably the most useful because it moderates our energies. Breathing out relaxes and releases and each inhalation refreshes and brightens. receptive to that and because of the repeated and mobile nature of it that process it's easier to attend to because attention is easier to sustain on a moving object than a still object be with the movement of it and pick up the signs, the signals that breathing presents. The signal, the sign of taking in, breathing in, being filled, nourished, energized, breathing out, clearing, releasing, the signal, the sign of Mm. empty 
discharging, relaxing. Uh, normally we would uh, imagine breathing to be the air passing through our nostrils and into our lungs, which is true. But that's more the tactile sense, touch sense. Instead we're more tuning into aware of that rhythmic experience the body feeling itself opening up expanded <coughs> inhalation and subsiding the exhalation and this energetic transference transferring from say from a positive pole to a negative pole for an ink Incline to decline or charging up and discharging. Whole body, the entire experience of body receiving this particular signal. what kind of body is receiving that it's not going to be 
the anatomy precisely, but it would be certainly a sense of there's a boundary, the skin, which is that tingly edge beyond which we experience space. would be muscle, which is the activity that which rhythmically um, moving, the moving quality. There's also sense of those pauses the end of the exhalation, the end of the inhalation, rest state. Unless <coughs> so you're just returning to the very bones you're sitting on. The body expanding out through the skin. Find your attention is becoming occupied with thoughts, struggles. Chances are it's probably your attention field is probably contracted. 
and it's you're kind of at reading distance. You probably a lot more energy in your head, top end of your body. Mm. Instead, expand your your attention. Don't concern yourself with the nature of the thought, or get disturbed by the fact of it. It's just that's what happens. Expand your attention to the whole body and that particular sense of body sitting within that space which is arms length relaxed arms length around you or in front of you anyway it's quite a comfortable it's a natural focus whereby attention is attentive but not brooding or preoccupied and it's attention that's attuned to bodily concerns or embodied concerns what's going on is this safe am I comfortable very fundamental signals and signs Mm. expand it to that kind of focal width noticing you still experience an embodied condition it's it's ever-changing ever-changing If you focus on any particular point in the body, then your experience of body changes. That particular point becomes heightened, and the other aspects of the body begin to fade. So you get a heightened focus, changes the, what you're experiencing as body. Obviously we get that whenever we touch something that's painful, that part of our body becomes 90% of our bodily awareness. Body changes into a pain body. Let's keep it to something that's no longer so configured. Buddha used the phrase mindfulness of the body just to the extent to establish clear knowledge clear knowing there is a body that's all pleasant, unpleasant warm, cool firm, soft 
All these are the qualities that can arise, intertwine, mingle, move on. And if you ride the flow of the breathing, that itself has a moderating effect on the whole field without obscuring it. It sends a a moderating energy through the entire field of dhammas, phenomena that arise in this body.